Welcome to Quotable, a female entrepreneur podcast, the show by and for female entrepreneurs who are building and running thriving, successful businesses while living life to the fullest. I'm your host, Alessandra Polina, owner of Quotable Media Co., a PR and media company. After more than 10 years building a PR agency, I've learned a lot about business and entrepreneurship, but the most valuable things have always come through conversation with other women who've been in it too. And I want to share all of them with you because we're stronger together. So fill your coffee cup up, sit back and listen in. Before we dive into this episode, I want to let you know that we currently have spots open for our PR Visibility Bootcamp membership program. Yes, we've made a membership. It is now six months long that you get to be a part of this. You'll get access to everything this that is basically like an online course. It's videos, templates, all the material that you need, and then also accountability and group um, check-ins and group um, camaraderie from the group for six months and live calls every month, all of that good stuff to make sure you're actually going to stick with carrying out your visibility plan for at least the first six months of the year. And then after that, of course, we can always keep going. But um, if visibility, if getting out there more, if raising your reputation, if getting in front of more people, if building your brand was part of your plan for this year, this is what you want to sign up for. We're keeping it super small, only six people in the group. So we have a couple spots left and you want to sign up now to grab one of them. And um, we're kicking off the first call on the last Friday of the month, but you want to join now so you have a chance to work through some of the material before then. So you can ask questions, share your progress, um, all of that good stuff before that workshop call on the last Friday of the month. So sign up now. I'll put the link in the show notes. I hope to see some of you there. I am so beyond excited to be here today with Katya Libin, the founder and CEO of KL & Co. and the, the co-founder of Hey Mama. Katya, first of all, thank you so, so much for coming on and talking with me today. I'm really excited to catch up. I'm so excited for this conversation, Alessandra. I'm a huge fan of yours. So thank you for having me on. Me too. I'm a huge fan of yours. And I feel like I know this is something we've kind of talked about doing for a long time. And I don't know why we didn't do it sooner, but I'm feeling like it's really fitting to do it today. This is like my first, this isn't going to probably come out for a little while now, but this is my first conversation really of like 2024. And I just feel like it's really fitting to have it be with you. I want to let you start by kind of like telling us what you're all about, how you got your start in business, and then up to today, like however much of that story, wherever you feel it begins. I'd say where it began was in college, I really had this desire to be an entrepreneur and I knew that was going to be in my future. And I started off uh, working for my sister's court reporting company. And I actually did like door-to-door court reporting sales in law offices in New York City. And I just loved that experience for me because it taught me so much about the power of rejection and forming like the grit and perseverance that I, I needed later on when I was fundraising for Hey Mama. My first entrepreneurial venture was Hey Mama. Before that, I did help my sister with her fitness business as well. And then she like notoriously kicked me out because I was too bossy. She's like, you're great, but you need to start your own business because I had different ideas. And I just took that to be another sign that I really was ready to to step in and find something that felt like my calling and a business that I could really imagine building. And Hey Mama came to me through a really close friendship with Amory Kibler. 
and us being new moms and just really struggling to find a community and a support system and an identity that resonated with us as we were navigating both having these new kids and also still wanting to create an impact in the world and still wanting to create businesses and careers that allowed us to sustain family life and, you know, our professional desires. And so Hey Mama really like merged those two worlds and I think created this cool hip identity for moms that didn't exist before, or if it did, it felt like it wasn't really pulled together. And so our mission was really to then building careers and families. And now that business is going on 10 years. So it's pretty wild. 2024 is Hey Mama's 10 year anniversary. So I feel really proud of having like a 10 year old business. And my second company started after I really burnt out and kind of had to like hit my energetic rock bottom to be able to really come to terms with the pace of work, the pace of startup life, the energy I was bringing to that and how I wanted to recreate the way that women run their businesses and how we could do this in, in a path that's not only like sustainable, where we don't burn out or sacrifice our families or what's most important, but really create businesses that bring us pleasure and that bring us joy and alignment and that make us money and feel abundant, but not at the cost of the freedom that we probably started those businesses to achieve. Mm -hmm. So that's what my business journey now has led me to be building this company, which I'll put in the kind of coaching professional development events and community space. And then I also have a portfolio of nine startups that I support as an investor and advisor. So I'm very tapped into innovative visionary founders and how they're building and really supporting them as an advisor and coach. And that's my mission is really just to elevate women across the board and helping them tap into their divine feminine leadership, helping them build their empires and live magnetic, beautiful lives that they feel proud of every day. So just that. Yeah. It's just that we did you say nine companies? Yes. I mean, I knew you'd had that side too, but I didn't realize there were nine companies you're involved with. That is incredible. Richard Branson has like 400. They say that if you want something done, just give it to a mom. But yeah, I, I get a lot of investment opportunities that hit my desk and I love helping connect founders and funders. So that's always been something I've had a knack for. And I feel like the best way to support women is to put money in their pockets and to really bring them real opportunities. And that's something I'm even doubling down on more this year is figuring out how to really connect women for business and see everyone win in that scenario. Both the person, the two people that are doing business together and actually the referrer, because I see a big path there for women in business and how to actually tap into all of this community equity that we've been building for years that I think historically women have had a hard time monetizing in a conscious way. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, I bet you're going to have a lot of people reach out to ask you questions about that after this. And yeah. that's great. Like, I, I know, you, I feel like you were, you're such a connected person and probably, I mean, that's probably just partly who you are, but I also feel like from the Hey Mama days, like you just know so many people. <laughs> I mean, that's what you did was build a community and that's a huge community. And so you just really like know everybody. I would think so many women, it's just never ending. Like the, the the pool of incredible women to know in this world is just so rich and, and deep. And I just have a, a deep love for people. And I think that's been the cornerstone of my life and my career 
is that every single person I meet, I truly feel like they're like this treasure that I get to unwrap and I like, I attract really incredible people. So my capacity for connection is like a bottomless pit. I just love connecting and I love, I love feeling that soul connection with people that weren't in my life and then they come into my life and I'm like, you're never leaving my life. And so that's why I think I am meant for community building because it's not just like a something I do for business. It's truly like, you know, my soul's assignment, I think, is to connect with the community here. So well, it's true. I've totally felt that. Like I think that you have that magnetism and that energy and that like you feel so welcoming, like as a person or something. And I will say, just to back up a little too and give a little context too, that like I'm so grateful, first of all, to have met you in actually been a part of like everything. Like I'm so grateful for everything you've created because I met you and so many people that I know today and love today through Hey Mama. And I mean, shout out too, because like people listening to this will be like, oh my gosh, hey, like I, so many of the people in my networks and my circles are members of Hey Mama, whether I've met them before or not. Like I had somebody on the show actually a couple, probably came out a couple months ago. I don't know by the time this comes out, who I met at a Hey Mama event somewhat recently. And it's just the connection. Like, I can't even remember like where all the connections come from, but there are just like so many people that I meet. And it's like, there's some connection to like Hey Mama or like our circles or networks in that way. And I met you like years ago when there was a Hey Mama event in Boston. And I just, I remember first of all being like, thinking it was so cool that I got to like sit near you and like actually meet you like, oh my gosh, the founders are actually here. Cause it was like a pretty big thing already. That was like, that's supposed to be like one of the first big events in Boston, but there was already a yeah. big networking community here of, of people in Boston. Anyway, I remember thinking, and, and then like that we actually stayed in touch, like enough that like we'd, that we've now been in touch all this time and that we've been involved in other things since then. And I took part in your conscious leadership mastermind and that also has been like so incredible for me too. So I just feel like all the things you've done have been game changers in my life personally. And you just literally feel like a best friend, like when the minute someone meets you, like, I mean, at least for me, and I feel like obviously there are a lot of other people who feel that way too, because people are always like, yeah, in your orbit. Oh, that's such a good feeling to hear. And I, honestly, I think that's because of my heart. I just love, like, I love love. I'm like the biggest love bug. Like if I could just snuggle up with everyone, like all the time, that's what I would do. Like, that'd be my like preferred way to hang out is just like cuddling with my friends on the couch and like telling them how incredible they are. It's not what we always think of when we think of like successful yeah. business leaders. There's this whole like energy of, actually, if you look at Taylor Swift, and I think one of the reasons that she's been so con con successful and that magnetism that she has, and like, I'm not comparing me to Taylor Swift. I'm just saying she is just an incredible woman that I admire. And there is something about her love frequency that's like through the roof. Like you could just feel how much she loves her fans. You could feel how much she is at peace with herself. And so those two things, you know, I think about is when I think about magnetism, and this is something that I teach because I want every woman to feel deeply connected to who she is, how she's showing up and naturally attracting the right opportunities because mm -hmm. we don't want to be chasing after everything in our lives. We want things to come to us and we want to show up in our fullest expression. And based on that authenticity and that connection, people will then naturally be like, great, what are you working on? And how do we work together? And like, 
I feel this way next to you. And so I'd like to do business with you, or I'd like to introduce you to someone, or I just want to be friends and build this relationship. And um, it all comes down to love. I think that's the most powerful universal force that we have. And I love what I do. And I've also had to do a lot of soul searching to fully like love and accept myself, shadow and darkness and all. And that's why I'm in this work, because I see so many of us like divided. You know, there's this part of me that this people get. And then there's that little secret part of me that no one gets to see. And, you know, show up this way with some people and not fully in myself. And or I'm scared to give more of myself because I don't want to get hurt or, you know, whatever it may be. So I think love and magnetism go hand in hand. And it's scary and vulnerable to show up with the, the, as big of an open heart as I do because I do let a lot of people into my world and I do give my my love to a lot of people, but I'm giving it from excess because I feel like I just have so much of it. And so that that's kind of like what I've kind of boiled it down to with the community side because I'm energized by people. So it's a kind of a good reminder that I'm a three, five generator, I'm not a manifestor generator. And so I get a lot of energy from people. I get a lot of energy from connecting. Some people might find it really depleting so it's important to like tap into who you are and how you like to connect. And, and then when you're with people, you know, kind of really noticing if like you're fully in your essence or if you're in your head, are you thinking about what you're going to say? Are you thinking about how you need to position yourself? Are you thinking about how you think people perceive you? Or are you actually just there like mind, body, spirit, like fully? Hmm. And and you strive to always be there. I strive to show up in every room, completely me and the same. Like I don't, I try not to show up as a different version, you know, because I like to have like this sort of my own presence as opposed to when I was younger, I would show up and I would change, mm-hmm. you know, like depending on who I was talking to or depending what room I was in, I felt like I was really easily impacted by other people's energies. And I would slowly kind of start to adjust to them, maybe so they'd like me more, maybe so I'd say something that they felt, you know, like, all of that would be going through my head. And if you understand masculine and feminine energy, masculine energy is very much about awareness. So it's about, you're like aware of the conversation. Sometimes people are thinking about what they're going to say, and they're not truly deeply listening. But anyone that's worked with me knows that when I'm with them, I am deeply listening so there's like a presence and feminine energy is about being it's about like being in surrender it's about really fully dropping in in the embodiment of the experience and that is what people feel yeah I feel like I've noticed that like I mean you just you do like I'm always like how do you even like remember that I said that thing like three months ago because that's how much you're like listening and paying attention and being part of the conversation and not only that but then having like insightful or helpful things to say or questions to ask around that to make it like deeper bless you for the truth (laughs) but so where do you how do you feel like you've like gotten to this this point like I feel like that's something that takes a lifetime to like so many people never even get there let alone or never even like really are conscious about this kind of thing don't even really think about it that much like do you feel like you've just kind of developed I mean, part of it is, as you said, like kind of who you are as a person, but like just everything else about like how you've kind of created a business around everything and where did it come from? Like, is this things you learned along the way from the first business you created? How have you done it? So many lessons. Like I didn't come out this way. I mean, I was 
deeply insecure, depressed, you know, addicted to drugs when I was in high school, like really lonely, like really not this woman. You know, no one is the woman that you see in front of them back in the day. I think so many of us have had, I've had two called off engagements. I've had so much change in my life. I haven't always been this woman. This woman evolved and emerged from, I think, years of doing the work and constantly putting time and energy into cultivating like a deep awareness and understanding of myself. It came from years of meditating. I mean, I've been on a spiritual path now for over 10 years. And I remember the very first time I had like my awakening was after a really toxic relationship. And I remember the next morning, it was 5am and I like went on the balcony and this famous martial artist like did some tapping exercise with me and it like broke through a chakra of mine. And I started fasting and reading the Dalai Lama's Art of Happiness and journaling. And I just all of a sudden it was like, like the whole world kind of opened up to me. And I felt like I could see truly like the beauty, the depth. And, and then, you know, staying with that and cultivating that feeling of like, oh my God, I've had like a little taste of enlightenment. You know, like I felt it. I felt this inner peace. I felt this bubble around me. I felt this wholeness. Because that's the ultimate truth is like wholeness, wholeness with you and everything. So it's like you are no different than me because we, we are the same. We are deeply connected. So if you are in a state of wholeness with the world, with nature, with people, there's no resistance. And so in day-to-day life, though, a lot of people are resisting, right? They're like at odds with what's happening either with other people or with the truth or with themselves. So everything that creates duality is ultimately keeping you further away from the oneness. And the oneness is the ultimate truth. Like we move our hands right now and like some star billions of light years away feels it. That's how interconnected everything is. And so that level of like continued desire to be like, oh, I know that feeling. I felt it. How do I create that daily bliss and enlightenment in my day-to-day life? That's what I'm on a quest for now is having like accessible enlightenment where day-to-day I'm feeling at peace with what is, but also continuously magnetizing and being the vortex of energy that I am, I can, I create like through that connection is strong. So I'm now able to manifest and attract almost anything that I want within reason. I don't, you know, I have everything that I want, I, but I do manifest a lot and the things come and I'm like, why does this happen to me? It happens because I think number one is doing the shadow work is incredibly important and really looking at our dark side. There's no light without dark. So even the happiest person you might know, like we all have our shadow and bringing that shadow into the light and really taking the time to go through that and be aware of yourself, like when you're being an asshole and taking radical accountability for that is so incredibly freeing because none of us are perfect and none of us are even striving for that. I think journaling on a consistent basis is life-changing. I think spending that time to find words for your growth and how you're changing. And I'd say the thing that's changed in my life is honestly pleasure. Like being so connected to my sacral energy and to my pleasure and my desires and seeing my pleasure capacity increase and seeing how when I'm more connected to my pleasure, I'm more connected to God. And like those two things being like, so close together with this union I have with Daniel and him coming into my life and, you know, the intentionality between that, it's taken, I think, it to another level. 
So there's a lot that we can do alone, but if we have a partner that we're connected to on every chakra level, you know, then we're strengthening those connections, especially on the crown, you know, God's a big part of our lives. And I'd say that's the last, that's the thing that I think I've seen is that the most successful people I know are deeply connected to God, full stop. That doesn't mean they're connected to Christianity, Catholicism, blah, 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 blah. Not necessarily about organized religion, but they are very much connected to something far greater than themselves. And they are willing to surrender truly to allow the miracles that they want to see happen, as opposed to going through the motions day in and day out. And then just being in that I'm too busy program or like, you know, this is just a coincidence program. I think we just kind of know now that nothing's really a coincidence. There's a lot of forces at play that are far more powerful than us. And we have to rise to the frequency that we want to attract, which is again, back to love, loving ourselves, loving our families and loving the growth that comes when we're really honest with the choices that we're making and how we're showing up day to day. Oh my gosh. Yes. And this is not the key point of anything you said, but when you say God, is that like when some people say like the universe or source or something like that too? Just because I've never exactly. heard you actually talk about like God. Yeah. Yeah. I think people can describe it, you know, differently, like the source universe. I am very connected to the divine feminine and to that frequency. So when some people think of God in a more like masculine way, you know, and I'm very connected to the feminine it's hard to describe because, you know, I'm Jewish by birth, but I don't follow Judaism to that, you know, but God is a major part of my life. Like I wake up every day, I pray, I go to sleep at night, I pray, like I pray twice a day for at least 15 or 20 minutes and prayer and meditation are hand in hand. But our life is the prayer, you know, it's, it's just like art and prayer are kind of, you can do lots of things and have them be deeply connecting soulful experiences. If you're awake, if you're able to actually soak in the deep pleasure and presence and acceptance of everything that is in that moment. And that's what I feel like breeds magic is those moments where we're able to rise our frequency and just be so fucking happy. Sorry for the cursing. So happy with exactly what is very rare for people because we're always on a more program. So that's kind of the other side of it is like, you know, we receive more abundance when we're ready to like open our hands and actually be in the receival process. And we get a lot less of it when we're like tightly trying to control the outcome of things or feeling like we haven't done enough or someone's done more, or we're comparing ourselves or, you know, someone has it better. And all of those things kind of like block our ability to show up in our fullest expression and show up in full receipt of, I think, all the gifts that we're meant to have. Yeah. And that's the hard part, right? Is being like, how do I get into that receive space when I feel like there's, you know, things that are not going right or things I need to control more yeah. in order to make it go the way I want yeah. or whatever that is. And well, and that's one of the things that I feel like I like about what you do and how you kind of teach and talk about things too, is like getting into a space where things feel good. It doesn't have to be a rigid certain, like, here's how you have to, you have to do this to build your business or whatever. Like you need to subscribe to the things that you maybe see elsewhere in terms of what you should do or how you should do things. And I feel like you have much more of a, like, let's figure out what feels good for you. I think this is basically kind of like what you're, what you're just saying, but it's like, what feels good for you? And maybe that ties back into like the pleasure, but like you can create 
whatever you want based on what feels good to you. And it doesn't have to be done the way that like somebody else might, you know, you might think it has to be done or whatever. And I feel like that's one of the things that's really powerful. Absolutely. And I think the simplest way to explain that is in like pregnancy terms of like contraction and expansion when you're giving birth, right? So like we have contraction, we have expansion. And if you are creating, like imagine everything in life is energy and everything is a frequency. So I'll give you like a real life example. If I I have to create a keynote on sensuality that I need to teach, that I get to speak at next Saturday at a conference. If I was starting to create that keynote and I was like, I can't believe you haven't done this yet. You don't even know how to teach this yet. And while I'm creating it, I'm anxious, I'm stressed, I'm nervous, I'm feeling bad about what's on the page. All of the frequency around that project, both in the creation is in this lower level energy. So if you look at Hawkins' map of consciousness, we have enlightenment is at a thousand, Earth's frequency is at 528, love is around 500, joy is at 600. Shame is at 20, mm. anger, 75, like rate all of those things. So think about shame, which is something a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we're like, I didn't hit my number or we're starting to get into our head about what hasn't happened or what we want to happen. And we're probably hovering in that hundred level. 250 is neutrality. So even 250 is a good frequency. So if I started to create this presentation and I was in a neutral frequency, that would be fine. But if I sat down and I was like, I just had an amazing orgasm and I had this amazing cup of tea and my favorite songs coming on and I'm just feeling so like, holy shit, I get to do this. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. I'm going to crush this keynote, you know, and my whole energy around creating this is like high, then that's the potency that can have. And then I have to get to take that and carry that in. So when I sit and look at like my 2024 goals and I'm journaling about them, I'm noticing like, is there any inner critic or voice that's getting in my head about the way I should have rerunning my business or what I should be doing or where I should be? Or am I focusing all of my precious energetic resources and thoughts and really like our fuel power on being in deep gratitude and celebration of what I have done, which is where most of our energy should be going, and then being in a pleasurable envisioning and innovative process around what's next? Right. So we can't innovate if we're doing so from a place of lack. Right. And entrepreneurs, we have to toe that. We, we've a lot of previous leadership expertise was if you're hard on people, they'll work harder. And if you point out where they're messing up, then that means they won't do it again. And if you're really like pick out where people have made mistakes, they, you know, maybe they'll improve. And everything that I've learned is the opposite is that it's actually about focusing much more on what is working well and what is working and what you love doing and what feels like joy and pleasure and giving women that safety to tap into their yum and follow their yum, follow the yum, follow what feels good, which we've been taught is like, you can't do that because you can't have it all. It can't feel good and you can make money. And it's like, why not? What feels good is what allows us to do so effortlessly. And it's when we are doing things that don't feel like work and they feel so flowy and and they're just pouring out of us, that's when we end up having this higher frequency, which is what people feel, which is what people are drawn to. So if you're meeting someone and you're like, wow, that person has just incredible energy, that means that they're probably somewhere in that range, in the 500 to, you know, six, 700, 800 range. And that can be felt. And that's why you could measure the human Taurus field 
and it's it's your heart can be measured up to nine feet nine feet oh my god okay yeah. that's we, this is like a whole nother conversation we need, <laughs> yeah. we need to know more but well so wait and you kind of touched on but like what are some of the things that you can do to try to get up there like what could I yeah. do today to be that person when someone meets me tomorrow where they're like wow she's at like a 600 yes yes absolutely I think it's like much closer than we think and you know meditation is obviously so powerful movement you know put on some great music and dance and and pay attention to the words in the song right don't just put on a song and then the words in the song are actually like kind of toxic and then you're like dancing to this music because it's everything's programming us in one way or another music is amazing sound healing which i've now a certified sound healer so definitely either getting a bowl yourself or going to sound healings or listening even on spotify you can listen to earth frequency sounds just with your headphones and that the sound will actually support you crystals are amazing they have so much healing energy and i've been programming my crystals now which is a whole other podcast episode Journaling is great. Being in community with other people that support that version of you, right? Because you're going to have people around you that are like, why are you so happy? Or like, what's going on? And it's like nothing. I, you know, I'm, I'm happy because life's amazing. And I get to be here and like this, you know, roaming the earth at this period of time, which is so special. It's something we don't even think about a lot, how lucky we are to even be alive in this time, especially mm -hmm. for women. There has never been a better time to be a female entrepreneur. The rise of the feminine is here. It's happening. There's never been a time, better time to become a multimillionaire if that's what you want to do, to have your pleasure on your terms, to have your motherhood on, in the way that feels good for you. So tapping into your gratitude and into your heart space as much as possible and eating great food and working out. I mean, guys, this is, it's not rocket science, you know, but I think it's like it's starting to normalize getting to that higher frequency on a regular basis, because then you stay there. And then if something brings you down, the law of frequency, like you'll rise back up much faster. But if you ever meet someone and they're kind of in like that really dense energy, you know, like when you could feel someone enter the room before they even get there and like their energy just feels like heavy, mm. they're stuck. They're stuck in a victim-based mentality. They're stuck in a life is just happening to me mentality. They are not the conscious co-creator of their lives. So mm -hmm. if you're up in the, I'm the conscious co-creator of my life and, you know, what happens is based on, on my beliefs and, and what I'm bringing to the world and how I'm of service, then you'll, you'll keep rising there. And then when you do have something really difficult happen, you can process your emotions in a healthy way, but you know the tools to use so you don't end up getting pulled down into that story. You process, you heal, you feel through it, you cry, you rage, and then you slowly start to make your way back into whatever your baseline is. Mm, yeah. So do you think, is that is that the secret to creating our empire in a way that feels good is like raising that? It's not even the secret to creating the empire. It's the secret to living a delicious life that you just that you love the gift is the is the moments the gift is is your existence and the responsibility that i think comes with being at a higher frequency is that you then raise the vibration of whatever room you walk into so i feel like in my human design my my gift my main purpose here is to be of service so yeah of course it'd be great to you know build wealth and travel the world with my family that is going to be a byproduct of my devotion to being of service. 
So that is a byproduct of my commitment to that. So that's for me what works because I'm very connected to purpose with, hey, mama, I would wake up every day and be like, I'm so committed to supporting these moms and I'm here for them and I, I'm building this so that they feel more connected and no one's left behind. And now I feel the same way about changing the way that women work and build because the system's so broken and I see so many women that are burnt out and putting themselves last and putting their pleasure last and really kind of depleted and exhausted from the process. And as someone that's kind of like at least been able to experience what it's like to build this in a different way. My responsibility now is to teach that and to show that and to help bring more and more women into that reality. So that way they can do that too. For their kids as well. Like they're watching everything that we do. And my daughter gets to see me having this really healthy relationship with my body, with my energy, with work. And then she's going to take that into what she expects for her life. So we are always modeling for our communities and for our families, whether we like it or not. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I think about that sometimes. Like, I don't know what it's going to be like for the next generation. Like, I feel like kids these days, they're so lucky. And I can only imagine what that next level is going to be like for them. Like, what are they going to, I don't know, just like starting at this baseline that's so different from what so many of us and like even in the generation before us have been at or were able to start at but I, I love what you said about just I feel like that might be the title of the episode like creating a delicious life I love that is yeah, that something like that I that I love that like yes let's do that why wouldn't we want it why can't it be so great there's a saying it's like how good can you stand it you know and I think there's do you ever like meet someone and you're just like high on life and kind of like really feeling good. And then you're like, how are you? And they're like, well, you know, like the kids and this, and like, they kind of get right into their like complaining minds. And then you're like, shit, I have to drop my frequency mm. right now to try to be at this level just to make them feel seen. Mm -hmm. As opposed to being like, I'm doing, a, you know, it's uncomfortable sometimes, especially for women that do feel like they're kind of in their own vortex or bubble of joy you know, and how to be joyful in a life when other people are like, no, you don't get to be joyful yet. Your joy comes last. Guys, this doesn't mean like joyful 100% of the day. I mean, you know, I was just going to say, and it's not like you're saying you have to be happy all the time. Like that's not at all, but it is, but it's about knowing how to switch back into that and having that be the majority of your life or at least what you're shooting for, yeah. like being able Absolutely. to create that for yourself when and when you need it and want it and trying to stay in that place as much as possible right yes if that's what you the kind of life you want to live then yes and it's like we are all responsible for our own energy like no one else and nothing else you know so I definitely don't take myself too seriously like we're just the biggest silly clowns in this house and like we're always making fun of each other and laughing and you know kind of just I think really being in a state of deep I think even gratitude just for knowing and embodying this information mm -hmm. coming from where I came from and like my life journey, even every day, just waking up with that knowing of that wisdom of like, wow, like I know this and some people don't get to know this or feel this for their whole lives and I can feel it. What am I going to do with that today? Why don't I leave voice notes to my 10 friends and like tell them how amazing they are and remind them that they could do it or that's why I coach because I have so much excess. So I'm just like, 
okay, like, let's celebrate, like, let's grow your vision. Like, I want to help women build and grow into whatever their dream life is. And like, I have that capacity. And that's how it pours out. But when I don't have that capacity, and there are moments and days where I'm just depleted, I don't do it. I stop. I go on the couch. I, you know, take a long walk. I turn off my phone. And we need to normalize as women, like, working with our bodies and our flow. So that way we can really like tap in when it's time and then pull back and retreat and give ourselves and the space and the boundaries to really refill the cup. Yeah. Well, I just want to kind of tie it back to like how you've tangibly built a business, like kind of with all, because like what some people might be like, okay, this sounds great. And like, yes, I want to have that and like feel like that and be like that in my life. But like, what does yeah. that actually mean for your business? Like, what does your business look like? And how have you kind of used this? That might be a lot of question. Yes. So my business grew 60% last year, and I was really proud of that. So I'm in now going into year three of KL & Co. The business started out with me consulting, actually. And then I realized I didn't love that kind of work as much. And I started to really focus on coaching women in business and taking on one-on-one -on -one coaching clients and really like working with them in a very deep way for six months. So. I have a program called like Radiant Leadership, which is amazing for founders, for women executives, for businesswomen that are looking to tap into this essence and they want to see the actual numbers and results to reflect that. Because, you know, while all of this energetic enlightenment is beautiful, it actually works in the capitalistic system that we have. Like it allows us to play in the matrix on our terms a bit more and at least feel good doing it. Can I cut you off for one yeah. second? Don't forget though. I want to hear the rest of this. But the other thing I, that came to me that I wanted to ask you was like, in also a tangible sense for you personally, like one of the things that I, I know that you always made us do in the mastermind was brag, give us a brag. Like what has been going good for you? Like, I feel like that's going to also make this yeah. very tangible for people. Like what are some of the things that you've like literally created in your life in the last couple of years or whatever you want to go with that. Oh God, yes. Okay. Well, the biggest, one of the biggest brags is I manifested like my soul partner a couple of years ago and as a single mom with, you know, a 10 year old and I manifested this incredible man and we just have been on such a beautiful ride together. And so when I tell you, like, not only is he so fine, he's six, four and sexy and fun and hysterical, but he's like the most kind, gentle, loving, spiritual, soulful, supportive human being. And he had a daughter, my daughter's the same exact age and they're best friends. And so like, it's truly like we manifested each other so hard. So having that relationship come in and getting to like really not only experience like my my pleasure capacity. I mean, I, I brag that I've probably had the most delicious, amazing orgasms over the past two years on a like a level that I just hope every woman gets to experience. And through that connection, we've been building and we just bought, you know, a really gorgeous dream home in Bedford, something that I thought was going to be completely out of reach. And I just decided last year that it was going to happen. And I don't even know how I pulled it together and how we pulled it together. But what I thought would take me years to do, I did within eight months. Mm. So that was a huge brag and win. And the home is gorgeous. It's it really everything that I could want. And it's provided this like launching pad for all of these other ventures. So my partner and I are also launching another business together. I did so much last year. I had over 500 women impacted at my events 
um, all around the country. I traveled to Austin. I got paid to go to Chicago to speak. I worked with visionary founders, over 30 women one-on-one, um, which was incredible. This mastermind program launched last year, which you were a part of and was such a delight. My daughter's healthy and happy, and she had really struggled a lot last year. So one of the biggest wins I had was really just seeing her come out of her darkness and her struggles with her identity and her confidence and seeing her be this like happy, healthy, thriving kid now was just a tremendous win. And that's outside of just like the incredible relationships and the travel and going to Costa Rica and going to all these places I was able to go. Gosh, it's just a little handful of things that have happened in the past couple of years since I've been on, you know, this path building this business. It's just been kind of like one door opening up after the next. And so I think for anyone listening to this, that's like, oh, meditating sounds great, but I don't have time or doing this deep spiritual work. Like I don't have time or I can't do that because, you know, I'm so busy. I really just have seen and, and I've really truly have seen and felt how much our inner world shapes our outer reality. And that get when you're working with, a, when you're in a community, like even what you've done locally and the feeling that people have when they go to your events, that feeling of connection, really focusing on where you can get that frequency that fuels you, whether it's a coach or a community or a network or event that you're going to. And it's like that energy and sustaining that energy is what allows you to create massive momentum. And once you create momentum, that's when you could sit back and wait for the for people to be coming to you. Like, how do I work with you? Where can we do things together? What conference can we build together? Let's travel the world and have you speak here. I also led three retreats, co-hosted three retreats last year, which was incredible. But none of this would be possible if I wasn't taking that time to like, really dig deep and grow as a woman. Yeah. That's why I like wanted you to be able to share that because I feel like people are like that. Yeah, that's great. You made this a way of life and like it works. So, like just to be able to see like the things that really tangibly you've been able to yeah. create, I think is really powerful. Like for me, that's been really powerful just to like consistently watch you and see what you've been doing and what you've created. Cause like you're a lot better than than me at it. I literally remember when you said last year, I've decided I'm going to manifest the house that I want. Like, I literally remember you saying that. And then like a couple months later, you were like, guys, here's the house. And like, it's oh. happened. Like, we're going to put in an offer. And then like, then you got it. And it just all worked out. Like, I remember that. And that timeline does feel very, obviously I wasn't like in it, but like, it seemed very quick. Oh my God. Thank you so much. I honestly, I'm only as successful as I am because of the woman that I serve. So it's like the fuel keeps going because I'm of service and because I'm of service so much. And the women I work with, you know, so many of the women I work with have doubled their businesses, have called in the love of their lives, have had the best sex they've ever had, have had this feeling that they can't like this level of happiness that they didn't even think was as accessible to them. This level of like peace and relaxation and joy. They're just enjoying their lives a lot more and that's really priceless. But your success is my, like it's so intrinsically linked. The one thing I will say is quantum leaps. Quantum leaps are when you, you're not just thinking of like 2Xing your revenue or like 2Xing your life. You're like, how do I 10X this? How do I actually change my reality? And that's what I did last year is I changed my reality. I was in a thousand square foot apartment with my daughter. 
And it was in a great community, a great town. And I was like, this doesn't match. Like I'm this magical being. I need to live in a magical home with like, you know, a huge garden and I need to host like fabulous Bridgerton style tea parties. And I knew that. And so then seeing myself even show up in this home and I felt it through my whole body being like, this is the home. And everyone said it was not going to happen. Everyone's like, there's no way. And I was like, watch me. And it happened because women are powerful. We're so powerful. So I, I'm inspired by that that big quantum leap because that one thing also changed my my sense of grounding and and stability. And when we are grounded and stable in our in ourselves and with our partners, then we could tap more into our pleasure. You can't have pleasure without safety, right? Those two things go hand in hand. Then we're tapped into our confidence in our in our solar plexus. Then we feel connected to our hearts. Then it comes through to what we say because we're just speaking from this like true like love and and wisdom that's pouring out of us. And then we're more connected to our third eye and our intuition. So we know which opportunities to do. I'm a great businesswoman. I know when I meet someone, I can spot exactly who I want to work with and I can make it happen. Because I'm really good with knowing and tapping into like who, when, and why at a, at the right time. Hmm. So these these inner wisdom tools that that, that seem woo woo before of like who has time for that? I mean, this is the difference between people that are building empires. Is they're tapping in to all these things, and last but not least, is our connection to universe, source, spirit, God, whatever you want to call it. So. Amazing. I feel like we all have that within us. And I just want to inspire women to know that they can create whatever reality they want to in their lives. And there's no limit. I love that. Okay. I And thank you for sharing all that. And like, I didn't, I, I think it was really powerful to hear your brags and like what you've done. I want to tie it back to the, I, I had cut you off about like <laughs> how you've actually used it to build your business too. And I know you were still kind of talking about some of that, like how you did started with the consulting and then went into the masterminds and one-on-one and stuff like that. Was there anything else about like how you've been, how you built the, the business to what it is today that you want to share? I'm like a brand snob. I love brands. I love really good brands. Like I love the beauty of a great brand. And so I, I've definitely been building the brand of KL and Co. And that means, you know, I've created a lot of events and experiences this year. So I did an event called Blossoming Business with over 100 people where we raised thousands of dollars and we had all of these vendors. And that was a big thing in May, you know, where people are like, oh, what does KLM Co. do? You know, like that was a big event. In the Hamptons, I did a week-long partnership with a brand called Giapenta called The Haven House. And that was a big moment for the brand because I was like moderating multiple panels and pulling in speakers and pulling in partners. And when it comes to thought leadership, visibility and creating the experiences that are going to move your brand forward. It is up to us as business owners. And you know this better than anyone because you are so good at doing this. It's like, if it doesn't exist and you want it, create it. If you want to be a community builder and you want to do a monthly breakfast with 10 women that just delight you and feel you just love their energy, just that one thing alone would probably reap massive rewards for your life for your business, for your success, because magical things happen when we bring people together. So a big strategy of mine has been really conscious community building. 
And I'm big on conscious business, conscious leadership. So that's, you know, something I work with companies and I have a whole beautiful deck of how I go into companies and teach this. But I kicked off this conscious leadership series in Brooklyn and it was a sold out event. I had Trinet sponsor it. It was incredibly impactful. And that allowed me to kind of really launch the B2B side of how I go in and support businesses, whether it's through retreats or through workshops or through coaching their executives on conscious business principles, which are, you know, gender neutral. You can, anyone in the company can join these experiences. So that's been kind of a big part of 2023 was cementing what the brand does, what the mission is. And now 2024 is really for me about setting up scalable products that people can experience that are less the one-on-one side. Not that I don't love coaching one-on-one, I do. And and I am very thoughtful about who I work with because we're working in such a close energetic field. But I want to create products that are widely accessible to a lot of people that allow people to tap into like this empress energy, this conscious business owner energy in a way that serves them and provides a lot of sustainability for my business. AKA, you should want to make money while you sleep, right? You can't have everything be tied to your hours because then you're really always capped by that. You want to create products that allow you to uh, kind of represent your brand. And then that those products are constantly moving and grooving and supporting people. At least that's for me where the business is going to expand to this year. Amazing. I love it. First of all, I just want to mention, I'm like feeling really excited. I think I'm at a high frequency <laughs> than I usually am because like, Literally, I feel like my heart is like pounding fast or something like I'm feeling really jazzed and excited. And we haven't even talked about like any of the things I'm doing or anything like that. Like, I'm, I guess I'm also very excited for you, probably just because I like you. But oh, yeah, that is energy. It is like, you know, you feel it. If you're with someone that's it at, at a high frequency, like there are some people that evoke a lot of energy in people. And I think that's something that I've I've noticed. It's my excitement. It's like you're feeling that and then you're also excited and then it's opening your mind and it's like tapping into your business. And so every day, like we interact with people and we get to leave that mark on them, like whatever that mark is, you know? So like the more we take care of ourselves, like we ripple effect on so many others. Don't just, yeah. you know, have amazing exploration of you know your pleasure and your sense of connection for you it's actually it's just like it changes the vibration of everything I'm gonna try to consciously raise that every day I'm gonna try to like be that person for some for other people you are you are such a high vibe person whenever I'm around you I feel super excited because you have a very like playful supportive energy and you have the very goddessy vibe and look and you know whenever we talk I just feel like you have a huge heart and I know on the back end of how much you care like about your clients about your people about the retreats you've been doing the community and I'm just I'm so proud of you I'm so honored that we get to roam earth at the same space and time because you're just a total badass and Boston is lucky to have you thank you for saying that oh my gosh I I really appreciate you saying that. And I, and like, even, I don't know, I didn't know that anybody felt that way about me. So also like, Hey, let's say those things out loud to people. Like I wouldn't have thought that. And I really appreciate that. Okay. Well, unfortunately, like we have to stop this recording eventually. So tell people how they can find you 
if they want to connect with you more or, and or work with you this year or whenever? Yeah, I'd love to hear from some people that are listening to this and, and resonate with what I'm saying. You could find me on my website. It's katyalibin.com on my Instagram, which is Katya's Life and Katya Libin. And I'm, you know, I'm on LinkedIn and hopefully I'll be coming to Boston to do some events soon. But yeah, my heart is open for women that feel called to my work. And typically exactly who is attracted to me is who I'm meant to work with because, you know, I'm not for everyone, but the people that I'm meant for are like really vibe <laughs> and they're ready. So I'm really grateful for this opportunity to have this conversation, Alessandra, and I'm excited to see where our continued like friendship and relationship takes us because you are truly incredible. Thank you. Me too. I am too. I feel like we'll be in each other's lives forever, at least following along and, and all of that. I always mean to ask, what's one last word of advice you'd want to leave people with? My big word of advice is like, believe in yourself more than anyone else. Like really be your biggest fan. And that doesn't mean that your shit doesn't stink. Like all of ours does, you know, that means actually to be a fan of that too. Like to know your strengths, to know where you're growing and to love yourself like really fully and unconditionally and believe that your goals are completely possible. In fact, it's impossible for you to not achieve them. Like that's the level of belief and certainty that we get to have in ourselves if we want other people to feel that so be your biggest fan thank you i love it perfect okay thank you so much for doing this i really really i'm glad we got to talk i'm glad this was my first conversation of the year yay i'm so glad to thank you alessandra and thank you everyone for for listening and um i can't wait for what's next this year thanks so much for listening for more information, check out the show notes or find us on Instagram at Quotable Media Co. and at Quotable Magazine. If you loved this episode, please consider sharing it. Take a screenshot right now and post it to your stories and don't forget to tag us so we can reshare. We love to see which episodes are resonating with you. Also, if you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening right now. It means the world to me to see those. Also, don't be shy to get in touch with me or anyone you've heard on this show. We're all about connecting and our Instagram handles and contact links are always in the show notes and also online at quotablemediaco.com slash podcast. Talk to you soon.